Hello friends, welcome to episode 3 of Project 39. Join us today is Dan Dottillo. Dan's a lifelong resident of Madison and he's currently serving in his second term on the city council. Dan joins the podcast to discuss what's going on in Madison and we also get into some of the actions the council's taken to address some of the city's problems. Dan also shares what inspired him to get involved in local government and he talks about the circumstances around his brief tenure as mayor. Just a quick note to listeners, we experienced some technical difficulties about seven minutes into our conversation, so I had to piece this together a little bit. Uh, That's what's going on if it sounds a little odd. Just stick with us, though. We think you'll enjoy it. Thank you. Dan Dottillo, welcome to Project 39. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. Thank you, Brian, for having me. I appreciate you taking the time. Invite me into your home. This is the first time (laughs) we've recorded an episode uh, remotely, so that's good. I appreciate it. Happy to do it. So uh, let's get started. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I'm Dan Dottillo. I'm actually from right here in Madison, uh, outside of college. I lived all my life here. Uh, grew up actually half a mile from where I currently live. Um, married to my wife, Shannon. Have three kids uh, from 17 to 9. Um, they are active and about and keeping me busy all the time. And I live currently in the Sunrise neighborhood on Madison's Hilltop in District 4. That's not the district I, well, it is the district I represent because I represent the entire city because I'm an at-large candidate. Okay. All right. Uh, you mentioned, uh, other than college, you you lived your entire life in Madison. Uh, where did you go to college? Sure. So my undergraduate, I went to Marion now it's university, but I'm so old when I went there originally, it was just a college. <laughs> Marion College. Marion College in Indianapolis. Uh, graduated back in 92. Um, went through a music program, did some business uh, with them as well. Went back to school at IUS, got my certificate for teaching special education, and then got a master's in secondary education. And then because I never knew what I really wanted to do, Brian, I, I have a master's in in counseling as well. So wow. um, a lot of education through those two masters through Indiana University Southeast. Okay. All right. And so what have you done with those uh, all those degrees? Okay. So for a while, I worked um, at the state hospital with adolescent unit when it was there um, in the education department with some really great people. Um Then I was offered a job with Southwestern through special services, and I was a special education teacher there. And um, now I'm the uh, middle and high school guidance counselor for Southwestern and been doing that for, gosh, 14 years now, I guess. A total of about 27 years in education total. Okay. All right. So this would probably be a good time in the interest of transparency, I should mention, uh, I have another connection with Dan other than just, you know, being a friend. You do? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You know, he's he's part of the family. Uh, I've been married to his sister for almost 34 years. Wow. I know. Yeah. Our anniversary is Sunday. So. Wow. Well, happy anniversary ahead of time. So, yeah. Thanks. So, okay. So you are a city council member in the city of Madison, right? I am. Okay. So what, uh, well, first let's start. So. What's the city council do? So we do several things. The first thing we do, and this is getting ready to come up uh, here in Madison and Jefferson County, is we are the persons that help set budgets. So we allocate money 
and then the mayor spends that money in the areas that we've talked about. If he wants to make changes in it, he has to come back to council to get approval for that. Okay. The other thing we do are ordinances and, um, you know, bills, laws, the things that we help set up and, and um, to maintain the city. We all set on uh, different committees that help run the different aspects of the city. And, um, you know, I, I, I guess I kind of liken it to a national scenario where, mm-hmm. you know, House, Senate, and the president. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I know it's not exactly like that, right. but council's a little bit like the co-part to the mayor in that we help run the city and make sure it, it does what it needs to do. Okay. All right. And how many council members are there? So there are seven council members. There are uh, five districts inside of Madison City Limits. There's also two at-large members, and those at-large members serve the entire count, the entire city. So all okay. of all of the other districts. Okay. So election time, council members run in their district and are voted. The people in that district vote. In that race, correct. At large members, you run. We run in every district. Yeah, so every place that anyone votes, um, the at large uh, candidates, their names will appear. Okay. All right. So, and there are two of those seats. Okay. So, like last election, four people ran. Two of us were elected into it. Okay. Who's the other one? Who's the other? The other uh, one that's at large is Jim Bartlett. Do you want me to go through the other members? Sure, that'd be great. Okay. So, from District One, which is downtown, that's Patrick Tevenall. Uh, this is his first term. Amanda Creech represents two, which is mostly on the hill, but it also has a little bit of uh, the north side of downtown. Uh, in three, which is the west side of downtown, is Lucy DeTillo. Katie Rampy is District 4, which is kind of where I live over the Sunrise area. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also the council president. And then five, which is... Um, on the opposite side of the hilltop, gosh, I'm not explaining that very well. Over uh, Big Lots okay. uh, area, that you know, the, that the side west, of town, the west side of, the west side of, of town, uh, that's Curtis Chapman, and this is his first time around as well. And then Jim Bartlett and I are the at-large candidates. Okay. And how long are the terms once you're elected? Terms are four years. Four years. Mm-hmm. This how long is, have you been? Okay. This is my second term, so okay. I've been in about six years. Um not quite six years, I guess. Uh, so a little while. Okay. And are there term limits? There are not term limits on city councilmen. And okay. many, many city councilmen have served many, many terms consecutively. Okay. So you mentioned that there's some uh, some other committees inside sure. of the city council. So what what are some of those and what do they? Which ones are you on? Well, I'm on finance committee, which um, has a couple of specific jobs. One of them is that we certify um, any tax abatements that have been handed out, making sure that local businesses are meeting their requirements for those tax abatements. Uh, that's just one aspect of it, but that's the finance committee. Uh, the other one I'm on is the education committee, but um, we have people who serve in um, uh, law, the law enforcement uh, areas that serve, help serve with that. I'm trying to think of all of them off the like top of my head. Health and safety. Health safety, and safety, think, like yes. Yeah. Um, there's traffic committee, which is a popular one. So, Dan, uh, what made you want to run for office? Oh, gosh, this could be a long-winded question. Well, so we, We've got plenty of time. <laughs> Great. So when I was really young, um, and I'm talking maybe five, six, seven. 
I remember my mom ran for office. She actually mm-hmm. ran for a county position. Right. And she did not get that county position. However, um, I remember going to different events in party headquarters and, you know, going around and talking to people. And I always liked that. And I, you know, I kind of put that aside for a lot of years. And then mm-hmm. after college, really after college, I started getting interested in politics again. Um, national politics is what I used to watch a lot of, and I still watch a little bit of it in various places. Um, but uh, I had a couple of friends who were elected officials in town and, you know, really it came down to just a discussion. I said, you know, someday I want to do that. And they're like, well, mm-hmm. why wait for someday? Go ahead. Yeah. So the first time I ran, I ran for city council at large and I lost. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I, I lost by, like I don't remember, I'm going to say 94 votes, but it was under 100. Okay. And I thought, wow, I really, you know, I, I that was, was close. I really That's, thought uh, I could do this. Yeah. And so um, I was encouraged to run again by some people locally, and I ran again, and I actually got in, and uh, um, I did a lot of work for that one. I mean, I did a lot of Mm door-to-door, a lot of talking to people. Um, I had some really great um, local people that were giving me advice, and good advice, luckily, and uh, I was lucky enough to get in, and I got in with a great group of uh, guys and gals that, that, um, that made it fulfilling, rewarding. I feel like we did a lot. Okay. And so, you know, I could look at paper and I could say, oh, gosh, I helped with that. Okay. And so it became, even though it's a lot of work and I don't think people realize how much time and effort it takes, Mm -hmm. it is, there's a reward in it that is, you know, I'm helping out a little in some way. So I I love it. And I I was really lucky to get a second term and happy to be here. That's good. And and you can tell talking to you that you do do get excited about it. (laughs) I do. That's great, though. And also, well, that we should also mention that you did, uh, you do have the distinction of having the shortest term as a uh, mayor of Madison, right? Yeah. I do. And, yeah. in in really horrible and sad circumstances, um, when Mayor Welch passed, I happened to be the, the council president at that time. And so I took over duties until the, the local party was able to caucus someone in. Um, it was about three weeks. Yeah. Uh, um, and I had, uh, so much help and uh, so many good people that were already working in the offices that, um, you know, it, it went really well. Yeah, um, but... Something I'm proud of as well is that I could step in and help a little bit. And my other job was fantastic. And, yeah, I remember and that, when that uh, happened. And, yeah, 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 they said, so... you know what, you can step away and help out what you need to. And, and I did so, and it, it was an honor. Yeah, that's good. It, it was, uh, like you say, it was unexpected, and the circumstances were or less than ideal right. that, that came about. But uh, but no, it was great that you got the chance to step up and, and, and do that for a Thank while. You. So uh, so now that you've been you're in your second term, um, you got a feel for what you're doing. What are some of the, the big issues in Madison today? What, what's what's going on? Hmm. Well, I think everybody might have a different idea on this. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, you know, money and budget and putting it in the right place is always on my mind. But I'd say we have some bigger issues as well in like, um, you know, I feel like the epidemic of drug abuse is hit every place and it's mm-hmm. hit Madison as well. Yeah. And, you know, we have, we, we don't have a ton of persons that can help out someone who's really in need of, of help for, for drug addiction. Right. And yeah. that's something 
that's a huge issue yeah. for Madison. And it's not unique to Madison, unfortunately. It's not unique but, to Madison, but, but yeah. I feel like we do have maybe less resources than other yeah. communities. And, you know, we are close. We're close to Louisville, and we're close mm-hmm. to Cincinnati and to Indianapolis. But um, getting someone who really needs the help and treatment there can be difficult. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And that's a, and that's a good one. Uh, you know... I think that leads to everything else, Brian. I really do. I'm sorry? I think it kind of leads to everything else. It leads to our homelessness homelessness situation. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. I mean, I've never grew up in the city, but out in the county. But, you know, I don't remember ever seeing homeless people around Mm -hmm. Madison. And now it's become a common sight, both, you know, downtown and on the hilltop. Yeah. Uh, It's sad. And I don't know what the answer is. But uh, we don't have, I don't know, it seems like resources that we had 20 years ago aren't there you know means right particularly the state hospitals well, right and, mental and issues there was a drug and alcohol addiction treatment facility at the state hospital mm-hmm. but in indiana you know we've really limited those uh resources um you know i think and i said this earlier that it leads to so many things the drug addiction issues but i think our theft issues are there and yeah. if we have some violent crimes and we've had some in the last mm-hmm. five, six, seven years. I think that has probably a lot to do with drug addiction and issues with that. I think if we could figure out a way to better handle just that, and, and we are coming up with some ways I should, I should say there are things happening in the background and through the city and the County. Uh, the new jail is one of the things that we're doing is having a required drug treatment program in that jail. Okay. So that's going to help. Um, I just, don't want people to have to go to jail to get drug treatment. Right. Yeah. That, it should be available to us in a, in a better way, um, uh, more easily accessible. Yeah. And so that's something that several people have talked about and worked on as well. Okay. Uh, well, you're right. That, that is, that's a big issue that leads to a lot of other problems that we have too. So, uh, and, and it's good to hear that there's at least some, some effort being made to, to fix some of that. So, I guess that's the bad issues. Any no. good, any, any good, good issues going oh, well, on? Any, anything good happening in Madison? Well, there's some good, bad issues and that, you know, okay. there's no homes for sale. So the price of homes has skyrocketed, yeah, but I yep. think that's true everywhere. Yeah. You know, when you have really low interest rates and, and people that want to buy homes <laughs> and there's not a, 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 any stock, that's probably an issue, right. but it's a good issue to have, I guess. Um, there are no, empty uh, manufacturing or large buildings. Everything has been either redone or in the process of being redone. So gosh, you can think of tons of those. The uh, armor plastics group over across from Arby's on the hilltop Mm -hmm. is a great example. Um, Downtown, they just had the ribbon cutting for um, what used to be the, um, the tack factory. And now Mm -hmm. it's a a place for people to live. I think it's 50 and older. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. If you haven't had a chance to see it, you should. I saw some pictures in the paper the other day. Uh, It's, it's, they've really done an amazing job. And, and now with the Fairfield Inn on, on the riverfront, I mean, there's another example of the kind of progress that's being made and through the efforts of, of many, many people. But, um, if you want to have a manufacturing or a, a, a large building for something in Madison, you're going to have to build it now because build it now. we've that's, used them that's all. It's a good problem to have. It's another yeah. great problem to have. Yeah. So I did see something recently. The city's acquired the, uh, the rulers building downtown. Yes. I know that was a big deal when that closed. Uh, it, it seems odd sometimes for me to think about, you know, just access to, to food, but, but then, uh, 
you know, you got this population downtown, uh, a lot of elderly folks, mm-hmm. older folks uh, who have trouble getting out and about, and now there's nowhere to, to get groceries. And uh, I mean, it just sounds like such a, uh, a bit of a first world problem maybe, but, uh, well, but it's, a, it is a real issue. It's and, an issue for a lot of people who live in downtown. Yeah. Um, and you know, some people just don't drive mm-hmm. and you really can't, I mean, you could do the dollar store downtown, but you know, there's some it's things limited. that you're not going you're to not be able get to get fresh, there that you fresh need. fruit and vegetables. Yeah, and... Exactly. And, um, I think the idea behind this is that, um, we take a building that's kind of ideal that does need work. Uh-huh. We put some money into that and fix it up and make it make it so that a company that comes in may be more enticed by a building that's in great shape and has um, some space around it that looks appealing. They rather than just keep waiting because we've waited and we've uh-huh. talked to people and we've hired people to seek you know companies that might be interested in coming here. We feel like we have to take the next step to get someone in downtown that's really going to help us. Okay. Well, and and sometimes you gotta you gotta prime that pump. Yeah. You know, uh, at least from a manufacturing perspective, I've seen places that, that they're successful when they go out and you know successful in attracting new industry, new business when they first go out and secure rights to property, right? Or make those road improvements before. Mm-hmm before the business comes to town, you know, instead of waiting until, well, when, you know, when they come, then we'll build it. You know, it's kind of that field of dreams thing, you know, right. let's, let's build it first then they'll come. So. And, you know, it's a little, I'm not going to lie when I say it's a little bit risky. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a little bit risky, but the other option is to do well, nothing. The other option hasn't really worked. And it hasn't worked. So, yeah. so you know, it, it was a hard one for me to swallow for a while. And it really wasn't up to me. I mean, that's up to the redevelopment commission and mm-hmm. the mayor and such. But, um, it's hard for me to to say, oh, we need to buy a building, fix it up to entice other people to come here. But at the same time, everything else we've done has not been successful. So I, you know, we have to we have to keep trying whatever we can. Okay. Uh, yeah, and you mentioned the new Fairfield Inn coming in downtown. Yeah. Looks like a fantastic facility, and I think that's going to be a real benefit to to the city of Madison once it's open and, and attracting people and. Uh, more than just uh, tourism, but maybe get some some business travel to the industry or to the area, you sure. know, conventions and things like that. So I think that's going to be a boon to to the area down there. It, to me, Brian, it's nothing but a benefit. I mean, um, even if it just brought in tourists, fantastic. However, mm-hmm. there's opportunities there to have some kind of mid to small size um, uh, conventions, and I think that that's going to add. You know, it's going to add more people to all the, the restaurants and, uh, small, small boutique type, uh, shops. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's good. I just, to me, there's no negative there. I've read some negative stuff online. I, yeah. I try not to, right. but, um, yeah. you know, to me, there's very little negative to this whole project. It's hard to see a downside. That's for sure. Uh, so you mentioned you, you serve on the finance committee, and, and part of the council's job is to, to allocate budget mm-hmm. uh, to different areas. Um, I did see recently where the county, as part of this latest COVID stimulus, well, I can't mm-hmm. remember what it was called, Res- American Rescue, something something like that. Anyway, I saw where the county's getting a sum of money. can't remember the exact amount. Um, is the city positioned to, to receive any funds from that? They will s- receive funds for this. Um 
I, and I, I don't want to say an amount because I don't know the exact amount we, off the top of my head. We want an amount, Dan. <laughs> well, you know, I could lie and give you an amount, but that won't just do anything. Okay. I'm sure it'll be in uh, local media very shortly if it's not been there already. Okay. I, I've heard a number, but just for the life of me, I can't think what it is currently. It is significant. Okay. And I think I think that amount of money will be used to do some of the projects we've pushed back in order to do kind of more top priority projects. So. So are there strings attached? There are some are strings there, attached. Are uh, there limitations, uh, constraints on what you can do with it? Is, is it a loan or is, I mean, is it got to be paid back? Is I don't it... believe it's a loan, okay. but there are strings attached as to how you can allocate the money. Okay. So you can't just, you know, randomly, uh, <laughs> I want to build a, you know, a soccer arena or something. Mm-hmm. There are, there are, um, there are absolutely, I'm trying to think of the phrase I want to say here. Um, there are I'm trying to think of how to even say it. Right? I, I'm sorry. It just <laughs> left right. me, but um, you know, I don't want to say strings attached again, but there, I, there are, there so, are I mean, some, so is it supposed to be to make up shortcomings from that were COVID related? I mean, tax revenues got to be down, that. right? Bus- business trap, uh, you know, fuel tax has definitely got to be down. People aren't uh, driving back and forth to work. Right. People aren't traveling or haven't traveled for much. So there's got to be some, there's got to be some local hits to the to the budget. I well, there, there have so been. So is it, is it to replace that? Uh, I think I mean, some can, of can, it will is, be is for it, that. Can the city just use it for their typical operating budget? I think they can use Picking it. Picking up trash and, you know. You know. He, here's how I'm imagining. Like I said, I haven't seen this. Okay. Um, I don't put you on the spot. I'm no, sorry. No, it's okay. But... I haven't seen it in writing. My guess is, and you know, there's money's coming to schools as well. So I have seen kind of okay. uh, what the requirements are for that. Dir- directly to the schools? It, they'll it going... come directly to school corporations, and they have to use it in certain areas. Okay. And so I've seen that that information written out. I've not seen the city's information written out as far as how they can allocate the monies. But I know there will be some um, requirements. And the city, I think, will probably use it to, like I say, do some of those um, projects that we put in the back. Okay. Because other ones have, have moved up to the top and are more necessary, um, as long as they meet the requirements of the money's uh, spending requirements. Okay. Is there any time frame on when, when those funds will be received? Um, there is. You don't know what it is? <laughs> I don't know what it is either. <laughs> okay. All and right. actually, they may have already received it, but I, do, I don't know the timeline on that. Okay, all right. But that's fair. I could find out for you if you really needed oh, it at a later date. No, that's that's fine. Sorry to put you on the spot. No, it's okay. It's... I, I just, you know, this is this is an important part of what I do, but I also have this other job, and right. um, I have a lot of money and figures and ideas floating around in my head from that. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the other information was not important for me to know right this moment. Right. So I didn't learn it. Okay. No. You, you get a pass. <laughs> I get a pass. Thanks. Uh, so you talked a little bit, and we talked a little bit about economic development. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, I mean, that's something nobody's ever totally satisfied with, right? right. Uh, what, what's, the, what's the city council's role? What, what do you see as, as an impediment to bringing more, more jobs to the area? Sure. Uh, any thoughts on that? So economic development in Madison is we have an economic development director. Okay. Uh, and uh, he currently just um, put in his resignation because he, he is looking into another job that 
you know, I think he's something he's been interested in for a while. It's still in the economic field, but not as a director for a city or anything. Okay. So we'll be getting a new one shortly. So that person kind of finds leads for us for economic development. And if money or, um, or uh, grant things need to be done, then, of course, that comes before the city council, and we okay. either approve it or say that's not a good idea. Um, so we have a, a director of economic development that kind of leads us to find new business and new opportunities. Okay. And you said that person stepping down, though, is there He is to just, no, just now stepping down. I don't know when his last day is, but it's shortly. And um, I know that that position's already been posted, and I'm sure we'll find another person that's that's qualified and will do a great job for us. Uh, Matt Worth is who that is, and he's done a great job for okay. us. Okay. All right. The council meets regularly, I'm assuming? They do. Uh, what's, what's, your, what's your schedule? So... <laughs> I think if it is easy, and some people get a little upset for a couple, so we meet the first and third Tuesday of every month. Okay, unless oh, the first Tuesday is the first day of the month, and then we push it back a week. Okay, so that's where the confusion sometimes happens. But we do post on our website, on uh, you know, on local media when our meetings are going to be. So keep an eye out for that. But generally, you can bet it's the first and third Tuesday of each month. Okay. And that's just it's strictly the city council meets yes. at that one? That there are no other uh, city government groups meeting at that uh, time? No other city government groups meet, but some may come and do reports for us or okay. let us know of information that's going on. A lot of times department heads will come and tell us what's going on in their department so that we're kept you know, abreast of information. Uh, a lot of times we'll get uh, monies and budget information at those times. And then... At city council meetings, the community gets an opportunity to speak okay. and, and you know, just tell us what their thoughts are or their ideas about an ordinance. So if someone has something to say, do they need to arrange it ahead of time? They need to get on the schedule? They the don't agenda, need to do that. Just so show up and speak? You can show up and there is a place that's for public comment and you can stand up. Just need to state your name and your address and then whatever your concern or statement is. Okay. Right. So it's, and, and you know what? A lot of times, that's some of the most informative information for council. Oh, yeah. A lot of times, we don't know what's happening in a certain area or what a problem is, and we can be alerted to it. Okay. So we love, well, I love that. I'm assuming the other council members do as well. <laughs> most of the time, I'm sure. I'm, yeah. Well, most of the time, right. <laughs> okay. Uh, how, someone, a resident of Madison, they want to get in touch with their council member or, uh-huh. or just the council in general. What's the best way to reach you guys? Uh so if you look at the City of Madison government webpage, uh-huh. it's brand new, and it's, it, I think it's really a, a nice page now. It's still We're still working on it, uh-huh. but it, it has beautiful pictures, and I think the information is really crystal clear and easy to grab. You can go to that webpage. You can, you can click on the City Council uh, webpage. You can find all of our information, our phone numbers. Uh, my phone number's out there, my cell phone number. If you okay. want to call me, there's an email address attached to because we have our city email, okay. and they can uh, write us emails and have questions or concerns, uh, we're happy to help with that. Just this week, I was downtown. Um, There's an issue with an alley that I've been working with several businesses on, and um, I got a a call on my cell phone. I didn't recognize the number. It turned out to be a business owner downtown, and I've been talking with them for several days about it. So, uh, you know, so they may have to leave a message because sometimes that happens. But for the most part, you know, I'm going to get back to you fairly quickly. Okay. Uh, does the city council maintain any social media accounts? Um, 
No, the city does. You know, the city has um, a Facebook and a, I think a Twitter account. I, I don't. I don't tweet, so I don't okay. know <laughs> much right. about that. Right. Uh, but uh, I know they have a Facebook account, and I, I monitor that, and they put information out all the time on it. Uh, they they Facebook Live our our council meetings and other meetings, so you okay. can watch it there if you want to. Um, and uh, you know, other than the the uh, Facebook page, the council itself doesn't have a separate okay a separate uh, entity by itself that you can go and and peruse. Okay. Now some of us do have like. Like I have the Dandatillo City Council large Facebook page you can go look at. And okay. I put a lot of information. No, I shouldn't say a lot. I put information on there uh, maybe periodically. You'll, maybe you'll put more about on the there city. now. I should be putting more on there. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll find, uh, I'll find links to, to all that. And Great. I'll include in the show notes. So it'll be there if anybody needs it or wants it. Fantastic. And uh, I appreciate that. So before we wrap up, um, is there anything that you were hoping that we would cover that I didn't get to uh, anything you want to touch on? You know, I just, I just want to make sure that people know that, you know, the government is supposed to be running for them. City government is supposed to be what you're, you want. And so it's really important that they maintain, they keep track of what's happening Mm -hmm. and they let their, their leaders know what's happening. And I mean, leaders as in, uh, you know, I know that mayor Courtney would be happy to hear from you Mm -hmm. or um, either through, uh, email or or phone call. I know other council members would be happy to hear from you. Don't be afraid to contact us. This is what we do. Just do be patient because we, you know, like sometimes it does take us a yeah, day. It's or a part time job, right? It's mm. a part time job. Yeah. Uh, so all of us, all of us on council, work another full time job. Okay. And so just be patient with us, but do get a hold of us. Do let us know what you think, so that you know we can be guided in a way that's in best for the city. So. Make sure you do let us know. Okay. Thanks. Uh, That's right. No, I appreciate that. I think I think it's obvious in listening to you talk that this is something that you, you care strongly about and then hopefully people will will be involved and, and voice their opinion and, and be active and, and have a say. And uh sure. Hopefully this will give them some information that might help with that. So Oh, I hope so too, Brian. Okay. Well, that's really all I had for you, Dan. And I uh, appreciate your time. Take care.